Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today is the Sabbath. It is May 14th, 2022. And I'm going to try to get right down to business um, quickly. This week, we are doing chapters 16 and 17. But I have uh, some announcements. As always, I am on three platforms, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Under the scriptural Cliff Note sessions, we are also having a giveaway in honor of our one-year scriptural lecture and study. Um, in order to enter, and this is anybody who feels like they want to get this uh, prize, the prize is a Sifa Bible. What is a Sifa Bible? It is a complete Bible. It is a Bible that has the original names. It is a Bible that gives you information of what was going on back then. It's not um, more or less all the mistakes and all of the um, people writing their own stuff in the Bible. You can use this with your um, King James. You can use this with your Amplify. And this book is valued at $110. That's how much it costs without the tax, without the shipping. With the tax and the shipping is more. I'm just saying that's how much it costs. Um, if you are willing and would like to enter um, the giveaway, what I need you to do is send me, the, send me an email at cliffnote.com. Letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. Give me your name, a little bit about yourself, uh, what and what you learned in this um, this platform. So, give me your name, what you learned in this platform, um, and something else. I uh, tell me a, a little bit about yourself and. Um, the drawing date is June 18th, 2022. Now, um, there's also like a little commercial that comes in that lets you know what to do. And I also write it. So I'm just giving you a little information about that, but you will hear it. You will continue to hear it until the drawing is done on the 18th of June. Okay, so like I said, we are in the Deuteronomy outline and it's outline number six. We are still moving through this book. Like I said, I wanted to take my time in Deuteronomy because I wanted you to understand who uh, the children of Israel were and are because it's, it's not uh, what uh, the masses are um, leading you to believe. So. How do you understand who they are? You connect the dots. If somebody is describing somebody you know, then you're going to know it's that person. They're not going to come out and say that name because the Most High has his own way of doing things and we don't understand that way. And that's scriptural. So let us move forward. Remember the children are still in the wilderness and they're going to be there until they move. And you will know because it's going to say they're going to go to war. 
they are um, still, the Most High is still um, giving them the laws and making sure they know everything they need to know before they get into the land. The Most High wants them to understand and know, and don't forget and tell your children about these laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. Remember, there are 60, 613 laws. The Most High is going to drill it in their head. That's just like a parent trying to teach a child. How do you teach a child? By repetition. So this is how the Most High is teaching them. Remember who the children of Israel are, stiff-necked, hard-headed, and stupid. Understand that. Know that, because it's, it's the Most High is saying it. They're sottish. Sottish means stupid. They're stiff-necked. You already heard that last week, the week after that, ever since um, Exodus. And they're stupid because they keep going to somebody else. Now, what's the difference between ignorance and stupid? Ignorance is just not knowing. Sometimes it is knowing and still doing it, which leads to the stupidness. Stupid is you know you're not supposed to do something, but you're still testing somebody, knowing that something's going to happen, but you still do it. That's that's stupid. It's senseless. Okay, so now we are uh, we are still under the letter G. Remember, I said I'm going through the alphabet, and that's pointing out the different things. Okay, we are on like I said, um, chapters fourteen and fifteen, and we are um, still in the additional laws explained. So. Um, uh, Moses is still explaining for the most high to the masses that don't eat clean and um, he's giving you information about clean and unclean things. Do not eat unclean things. Now we talked about this a little bit last week and the most high explained through Moses that you can eat what's un considered unclean except for the things that I told you not to eat, which we can ready to go over. Okay, you can eat unclean things. Like I said, I, the example would be a turkey. The Most High didn't say nothing about a turkey, but you better not present a turkey to the Most High because that's unclean to him. He wants specific things. It's unclean to him, ceremonially unclean to him, but you can eat it. What he doesn't want anybody to eat is pigs, rabbits, stuff like that. So understand that because people take this and I already told you, usually when people go to church, everything is unclear because the pastor's reading one sentence and they're doing whatever. As a matter of fact, they don't even tell you any of this. And this is clearly in the scriptures because these two um, chapters, 14 and 15, I am going to read word for word. So whoever has a doubt that said, oh, no, it meant this or it meant that. No, you could go along with me. You could go get your Bible and go along with me while I read these chapters. And I told you, even though this is a cliff note session, and I just give you the cliff notes, the meat of it, I am literally reading the chapters in Deuteronomy. I am literally reading them because I need you to understand fully who the children of Israel are, what their laws, statutes, precepts, and commands are, and not to um, not to cross the Most High. It's bad enough. It's, it's too much stuff going down now in real time for the children of Israel. This is why somebody could walk down the street and just kill them. This is why they're going to jail in masses. This is why there's dysfunctional homes, all that. Because the children are sottish. The children are stiff-necked. And they don't listen to nobody. I already said what I said. 
Anyway, now we're going to start on clean and unclean things. And this is from chapter 14, 1 to 21. So it says, you are the children of the Most High Yah. You shall not cut yourselves, nor make any boldness between your eyes for the dead. Now, what does that mean? It means you're not supposed to write on yourself. Those children of Israel, they got tattoos from the head to the toe and they face and all that. That's against the law. You just heard that. The Most High said you will not write on yourselves. And you will not, uh, he's basically saying the boldness between your eyes for the dead. What he's saying is you will not make idolatrous um, carvings and writings on your body for your deceased loved ones. Let me tell you about death and what happens and what you need to understand and remember. You are a child of the most high. You are a consciousness in a physical suit that is a body. That's what you are. You need that to live on this earth. Everybody needs that to live on the earth, okay? I'm gonna tell you about the spirits in a minute, but you as a being of earth, a child of earth, your consciousness, which is who you truly are, that little light, that little light of yours, you're gonna let it shine? Yes, that's what you are, a light. Think about nighttime and lightning bugs. You see the little lights? That's what you are. You are a little light that's inside a physical body. When this physical body is no longer here and transcends, which means it deceased, this body has a time limit, but not your soul, okay? Because of our um, limited knowledge, what we are taught, the social construct that we are taught on earth, that you're dead, but that's not true. In spiritual, um, in the spirit realm, you don't die until the most high kills you. Only the most high can um, end your existence, I would say. And you, I'm, some people are not going to understand what I'm saying. But understand this. If you ever seen any sci-fi movies or uh, Thor or any of them, they say, oh, only a God could kill a God. Okay. We already know the most high is not a God. But the most high is the father of every little light in every big light, in every era, in every demon, which is not the scriptural, it's devils. The most high is the one who's over everybody. The only people who sin is the lights that are in human suits. Those are the only ones and they will get judged. And so will the other spirits. But understand that the most high is the one who can end you. That's it. Just because your meat suit, this fleshly suit, cease to exist on this plane does not mean your soul and the spirit that animated you is gone. The soul immediately goes where it came from. Do you understand what I'm saying? The soul immediately goes where it came from. So now I'm back to death. When the soul of your loved one or whoever it is, because remember we are souls, we are consciousness. When that consciousness leaves this physical suit, it goes back to where it came from. Do you understand what I'm saying? It goes back to the most high. So that means it's going to the heaven of heavens and it's going to wait there until judgment, okay? It's going there and it's going to wait there until judgment. And when judgment comes, if you are righteous, you're going to go to the next um, life. If you're not righteous, you're going to cease to exist. That is what it is in a nutshell. How do I know that? 
I meditate on the scriptures and there's books that explain it to you just as plain as I explain it to you, okay? So those people who are mourning their loved ones, and I'm gonna do a, a lesson on that because I did a lesson on death, but I didn't do a lesson on exactly what happens and where you go when you die. And I'm gonna upload some books so that you can hear it because two prophets are discussed. As a matter of fact, it's more prophets, but there's two prophets that's gonna explain it to you the best way you can understand. So um, when the, your loved one does die, you can mourn them for a certain extent, but you can't mourn them to the point that you can't function, you can't do this, you can't do that. Because we are used to one another on this physical realm, and we don't know any better in regards to who we are and who we belong to, this is everybody, then we're going to keep mourning them. And we're going to keep um, idolat uh, having, uh, I'll just, how, how do I put this in words? Uh, being, when it gets to the point that, oh my goodness, I can't take it no more and my heart is breaking, it becomes idolatry. And the most high don't want that because that. Uh, that light, that soul went back to the most high. It's doing better than you. Okay. That soul went where it came from and it's doing better than you. It's waiting. Okay. That's if it's righteous. It's waiting. If it's not, it's going to be in a place of torment. But wherever it is, the most high has that soul in a different realm and it's doing better than you. So I understand when people die, they mourn, but don't let it consume your life because once it does consume your life, then it becomes wicked because then thoughts can come into your head. See, you cannot keep yourself open in any way. You can't keep yourself open in any way to allow wickedness to consume you. I already told you the mind is the battlefield. I already said this, but I don't want to sway off topic. But the Most High said, don't um, cut yourself or make any, um, any idolatry um, or idolatrous carvings on your body. Okay, that's what he says. And that is um, chapter 14, verse 1. Okay, now I'm on verse 2. You are a holy people unto the Most High. And Yahuwah has chosen you to be a peculiar people unto himself above all the nations that are on the earth. We understand that the Old Testament is for the children of Israel. So this is what the Most High is saying to them. Okay. Verse three, you shall not eat anything that is detestable. What does that mean? The, the Most High say you only eat clean things. Think about Noah's Ark, clean animals um, and unclean animals but we're going to definitely get into it specifically. Okay, verse four, these are the beasts you shall eat, the ox, the sheep, and the goat, the deer, the roebuck, I already told you that's a male deer, the fallow deer, the wild goat, the pie guard, which is P-Y-G-A-R-G, which is an antelope. It's a type of Saharan antelope, the wild ox, and the Chamoy, Chamoy, C-H-A-M as in Mary, O-I-S, which is a, um, it's a goat that looks like an antelope mm -hmm, and it sits in the mountains. Verse six, every beast that parts the hoof, okay, and cleaves the cleft unto claws, 
unto two claws, excuse me, and choose the cud among the beasts that you shall eat. Now, what does that mean? Think about a cow, think about a camel, think about uh, a pig. Think about how they have their hooks and it's two. The most high is saying there's certain beasts that you can eat that has that, that hoof is called and they chew the cud. What is cud? Grass. Now there's some animals that have that um, two finger or two hoof, um, look like two fingers. Think of the cow and the pig and the um, camel. Now there's, um, they have those. Some of them chew the cud, which is grass, and some of them don't. So the most high is distinguishing which ones you can eat and which ones you should not eat, which are forbidden. Nevertheless, these shall not, you shall not eat of them that chew the cud or of them that divide the cloven hoof. The, the camel is what you shouldn't eat, okay? The hare, that's a rabbit. You shouldn't eat that. And the coney, what is a coney? It's a rabbit type of an animal. For they chew the cud, they eat grass, but they don't have a divided hoof. Therefore, they are unclean to you. Verse eight, this is chapter 14, verse eight. Understand what I'm getting ready to say to you, children of Israel in real time. This is why you got more high blood pressure, um, diabetes and all this stuff, and you dying more than everybody else. Verse eight, and the swine, the pig, the pig, the oink, oink, the pig, you shall not eat because it divides the hoof, but it doesn't chew the cud. It is unclean to you. You shall not eat it. You shall not eat their flesh and you should not touch their dead carcass. Now, let me put a, a, a little, little, little dot in that for a minute. United States uses everything of the pig. United States uses everything of the pig. Mm -hmm. It's used in food, it's used in makeup, it's used in medicine, it's used in people's organs, it's used in marshmallows. Yes, I said marshmallows. That little white treat that everybody likes, pig. All kinds of scraps, that's what marshmallows are. Uh-huh. It's used in desserts, it's used in gelatin, it's used in everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. Do some homework. It's used in everything. The United States use pigs and a lot of other countries around the world, they love pigs. That's their delicacy, that's their food. It is abominable, it is detestable of the most high and his children is not supposed to eat it at all. Uh-huh, those ribs, barbecue ribs, the rooter to the tutor of the pig, you're not supposed to touch it. You're not supposed to eat it. You're not supposed to consume it. You're not supposed to touch the, their body. You ain't supposed to do none of that. But what is the people over here doing? This is why the Most High said that everybody else worship devils. Mm-hmm. When I say the devil fools the world, I mean what I say. The devil fools the world and you, you going right along with it. Okay? So that was verse eight. These you shall not eat of all that are in the waters. We already said this, but we're going to keep going. All that have fins and scales, you can eat that. And whatsoever has not fins and scales, you may not eat. 
it is unclean to you. If it doesn't have a fin and it doesn't have a scale, you're not supposed to eat it. I'm talking to the children of Israel, especially. First of all, you're not supposed to eat it because they're scavengers. They eat everything that's dead in the water. They eat poop, anything that dies. If the human body is down there, well, if a carcass of a whale is down there, it will eat it. They stay at the bottom of the bowl and they eat everything. Um, if I, all of you people who have a fish um, tank or you have, you've gone to the aquarium and you've seen all of the things that are at the bottom that eat everything, pretty much you don't have to clean. Um, the most high is so perfect. These things clean the water. They clean the water. But if you have a fish tank, because the water is stale and you have to continue to keep it alive by having all of these pumps and all of this stuff in there. Um, the shrimps and whatever else you have in there that cling to the bottom or the uh, catfish and all that, they actually clean the bowl for you and they help. But people are eating them. So let's just think about this. If you continue eating poop, 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 I like poop. Ooh, I'm eating it this way, that way. That's waste. That's human waste. You're already eating something that there's no nutrients in. There's nothing, none of that. This is what you do when you start eating things that don't have scales and fins. That's what you're doing. So the most high don't want that for his children. Now, if you continue to do it, that's on you. But I'm gonna tell you this, there's a lot of mercury and all of that stuff in those type of fish and, excuse me, those type of aqua aquatic uh, things in the water. And you can get sick from them cancer and all of that you can get it mm -hmm. high mercury content high iodine content all of that um clams all of that you can get it mm -hmm. so back to what i was saying uh we on verse 11 um of all the clean birds now we on the birds you shall eat but these are they which you should not eat now let me go back to 11 there's a lot of birds that's clean. So the most high is not gonna sit up here because there's so many species of birds. The most high is not gonna sit up here and name every bird you can eat. But he will name the birds that you should not eat. And those are all scavengers. Those are birds of prey. And this is what the most high says about it, verse 12. But these are they which you should not eat. The eagle, the ostrich, and the osprey. What is the osprey? A seahawk. And the gleed. These are birds of prey. They eat other animals. And the kite and the vulture and other types of birds of prey. Verse 14. No kind of raven, no owl, no night hawk, no cuckoo bird, or any hawk, because there's different types. No little owl, no owl and no swans, no pelicans, no greer eagles, no cormorant. A cormorant is a bird of prey. It's a long bird. It looks kind of like a crane. It's a tall bird. Not too tall like an ostrich, but it's a tall bird, probably two feet, three feet like that. This bird makes um, pellets out of bones like an owl. If anybody knows anything about owls, what happens is an owl is a bird of prey. And what it does, it, uh, it hunts at night. 
And when it sees a mouse or a small animal, it will consume that animal and chew up all the bones. And when the bones, uh, when they chew all the bones up, they um, mesh all the bones up in their, um, in their jaws and stuff until it becomes one little hard mass of bone and then they'll spit it out. That's what owls do. And that's what this bird does too, the cormorant. Remember, they're birds of prey. The most high don't want you eating birds of prey because remember, you are a light, a consciousness inside a physical human suit. Your physical human suit is your temple. You must keep the temple clean because the most high and the Ruach cannot come to you in your temple because you are the temple of the most high and reside there. If you violate in the temple and you're um, desecrating it. Uh-huh. So <laughs> now we on verse 18. Oh, I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, you can't eat the stork. You can't eat the heron, which is H-E-R-O-N. That's what it is. It's a bird of prey. You can't eat the lap wig, and it looks like a kind of pigeon. It's small and black and white, and it has feathers sticking up on top of its head. And the uh, hoopoe, which is another bird, they call it that. The, the lap wing is also a hoopoe. And the bat. These are all uh, birds of prey. All those birds you can, but all the rest of the birds you can. And why can you eat the rest of the birds? Because all they eat is grass. They might eat a bug or two, but that's when they're growing up. I did a little homework on certain um, birds and sometimes, you know, they need their nourishment when they're young. Usually the mother will feed them. These are the clean birds. The mother will feed them when they're young and stuff. They might eat a bug or two, but for the most part, they eat grass. They eat the little leaves and the little tender leaves and um, little sticks and twigs that's inside the meadows. So that's what they do. Verse 19. Um, and every creeping thing that flies is unclean to you. And I'm going to break that down in a minute. They shall not be eaten. I already told you the creeping things that fly, these are bugs. Mm -hmm. And whatever else that flies. Because there's a whole bunch of other things that fly aside from birds. Okay? You ain't supposed to be eating them. Now think of all the other countries that, the countries and the people and the nations, I won't even say countries, I'm just gonna say nations because people move around all the time. They migrate all the time. I'm talking about nations because this is how the devil fools the whole world too because not one nation that was, um, except for the indigenous people, um, is anybody staying. People are migrating all the time, okay? Everybody except for those indigenous people that have not, okay? Because they are indigenous um, tribes and nations that have not moved. But for the most part, people in the world move all over. And this is another uh, uh, ploy of the devil because he lies to a lot of people and say, oh, this land is for such and such. And it's not because your people moved there in the 1400s or 1300s and they thinking it's yours. Or 70 years ago, they moved somewhere and they claiming to be the people and they're not. I mean, it's another lie of the devil, geography. And we're going to get into that. I just got to put the stuff together. I know I keep saying it, but it is a work in progress. Okay, so like I said, you're not supposed to eat all the creeping things, which is the bugs. But think about the nations that do that. Think about the nations that eat and do all these things that they're not supposed to. Those are the ones that are not of the children. 
Those are the ones that are being bamboozled. And I'm not saying the children are not being bamboozled. They're being bamboozled because they don't listen. All the rest of the people have been bamboozled since day one because they worship devils. Remember, we in the beginning of the book in Deuteronomy. These people have been doing this for eons. They don't even know that they're being uh, fooled and bamboozled and deceived. They have no idea because they've been like that. But the Most High is giving the children of Israel you going to listen to what I said, because I don't want you following the devil and all the works of the devil, eating things you're not supposed to eat, doing things you're not supposed to do, worshiping, idolatry, all that is of the devil. I'm setting these laws here for those who think they know what they're doing and they start sinning. Remember, the laws are for sinners. If you was righteous, then you wouldn't need a law because you're already righteous. This is why the laws... These rules and regulations, I don't want you to do. Just like Adam and Eve, they didn't have no laws. The only law they had is don't touch that tree of knowledge. And the Most High told them that in the beginning, don't touch the tree of knowledge. You can do whatever you want. What did the devil say? The devil said, oh, you touch this tree, you ain't gonna die, you're gonna be just like us. Now, was he telling the truth? No. Was one part of what he said was the truth? Yes one part but just because one part of a long lie <laughs> was the truth does not mean it was the truth uh, the most i said do not touch that um tree of knowledge or else you're gonna die that's what he said he didn't have to explain nothing else to adam okay because he was the most high and he's um the first child of the most high so i'm telling you not to touch this tree or else you're gonna die what does the devil do the devil comes in there and bamboozled them by his looks he bamboozled them by listening to him. And then he lied. So he did three things. So if the devil would have came to him exactly the way he looked, they would have ran for the hills. If the devil wouldn't have been talking sweet and nice to them, they wouldn't have listened. And once they listened, the devil got them. Three things happened. It's not like, oh, I just came in and started talking and they listened. No. And remember, um, Eve was not with Adam when she sinned. He was on one side of the garden. She was on the other. He would, he, the devil could not bamboozle Adam, but he bamboozled Eve. And we're going to get into that one day. But like I said, once he bamboozled Eve, Eve bamboozled Adam. And it is what it is from there. But um, like I said, don't eat all um, the abominable things um, that the Most High said. And all the nations that do it is following the devil, period. How is the devil fool the world in every way, everything and everything. If I'm telling you something that the most I said don't do and people are doing it, the devil is fooling you, period. So now we're on verse 20, 14, chapter 14, verse 20. But all of the clean fowls you may eat, 21, you shall not eat of anything that dies of itself meaning what if it died don't eat it because it must be something wrong with it do not eat something that already died but listen you shall give it to the stranger that is in your gates that they may eat it or you shall sell it to an alien for you are a holy people unto the most high yah you shall not seize a kid in his mother's milk now i'm gonna break this verse 21 down when it says you shall not eat anything that dies of itself, remember the children of Israel, you are a light inside of a body that's the temple. The most high cannot dwell in your temple, neither can uh, the Ruah, 
when you doing all these detestable things to the temple. So eating something that dies, you don't know how it died. Was it poison? Was there some kind of disease that took it over? You can't, you know, even if it was a, um, considered a clean animal, the most I don't want you to eat it. But you can give it to the people who dwell in your gates. Now, what does that mean? When you get to the land of milk and honey, there's going to be people, I already told you, people that uh, are migrating or people that's going to work for you or whatever later on. If you want to sell it to them, you can sell it to them. Or if you want to give it to them, you can give it to them. Why does the Most High call people aliens and strangers? Because they're not of Israel, period. You're going to hear that all throughout. You might even hear heathen because they're pretty much pagans. What is a pagan? A heathen and or a Gentile. That's what it is. Aliens, this is what you're going to hear in the scriptures. Aliens, strangers, pagans, heathens, and Gentiles. Those are the terms you're going to hear. Okay? All those people getting angry, go back to the, um, the uh, forefathers and deal with them or get mad at the most high. Don't get mad at the one who's uh, communicating the, um, the information to you. It's in black and white in the scriptures. Not unless you, some um, sect, S-E-C-T, made up a Bible and took pieces and did whatever they did and changed the names. I already told you, the Bible had been manip manipulated. So, okay, that's one part. And then it says, do not, um, you shall not see a kid in his mother's milk. What does that mean? It means, what's a kid? A baby goat. You shall not seethe it in his mother's milk. It means don't boil goat meat in milk. That's what it means. Don't boil goat meat in milk. That's what it means. Now, we on H, which is uh, the law of tithing. And that's chapter 14, 22 to 29. That's the law of tithing. We already spoke about the clean and unclean things. Now, we also spoke about that in Leviticus. We did talk about that, but remember the most high is reiterating these laws because they need to know them. I want them engraved in your head. You need to know these laws and you need to tell your children, you need to write them down. You need to memorize them. You need to keep them in your heart. You need to keep these laws. And when you do keep the laws, everything's going to be good. It's going to go good. The land's going to go good. You're, you're going to have friends everywhere. Your foes is going to be far away from you. You're going to be the head. You ain't going to be the tail. You gonna, everything's going to be good. But if you don't, all hell's going to break loose. You're going to have all kinds of stuff going on you. And we're going to get to that. But verse 22, which is 1422, you shall truly tithe. Now, we're going to talk about this in a minute. You shall truly tithe all the increase to your seed that the field brings forth year by year. Now, remember. Everything, every first um, seed, every first animal, everything is the most highs. Every first child is the most highs. You dedicate that child, that animal, the seed, you dedicate it to the most high. What is the tithe? The tithe is for the Levites. Remember, the Levites are the ones that keep the tabernacle. What is the tabernacle? That's where the most high is residing at this time. And it's also a metaphor for your own tabernacle, this fleshly body is a tabernacle. It's a metaphor for your own tabernacle to keep it clean, to maintain it, to only sacrifice good and clean things to it. No abominable things. Do not desecrate it. None of that. Okay. Your body is a metaphor for the tabernacle that the most high um, 
put together in the Old Testament. And don't forget that. So these tithes go to the Levites. You dedicate it to the Most High, but you know the Most High don't need nothing. So he gives it to the Levites. Because remember, the Levites don't have no inheritance. The Most High is his inheritance. So once you got the Most High, who um, is your inheritance, you don't need nothing because he's going to provide everything for you. So this is where the tithes come in. Okay? Think about what's happening now when you talk about the tithe and you go to church. Oh, the building needs this, the building needs that. But then you see your pastor got a new Mercedes Benz. He got a Maserati. He got the biggest, more bigger house than you. That's not even what tithes are for. Tithes is to take care of the Levites and widows and orphans. That's what it's for. And it was for the children of Israel to do nobody else so that everybody can be um, on the same playing field so that there'll be no poor. Now, there will be more people that's more um, wealthier than others, but nobody's going to be poor and destitute, not the, not the children of the most high. This is why you have to share. Okay? So that's what that's about. You shall eat before the most, I'm on verse uh, 23, you shall eat before the most high in the place which the most high shall choose to place his name, I'm going to explain it in a minute, where the tithe of your grain, of your wine, of your oil, and your first herds, flocks, etc., you shall, you may lean, excuse me, learn to fear, which means revere, the most high always. What does that mean that I jumbled it up and I'm going to explain it? The most high said, you're going to worship where he wants you to worship. You ain't going to worship anywhere. Remember, there's different places that um, in different lands that the, the children or the people or the nations of those lands worship devils. How are you going over there and put, putting um, holy things on a land that's uh, controlled by the devils? The most high want a clean place. So he's telling you where to go to set up different altars to him. You ain't going to go anywhere willy-nilly. That's what the most high is saying. Okay. And you're going to bring your grain offerings and your, your wine and your oil and your herds and your flocks. You're going to go where I told you to go. Okay. Verse, uh, verses 24 and 25. If the way is too long, and this is piggybacking on verse 23. If the way is too long for you, so that you can't carry the offering, or if the place is too far off that you can't carry the offering, then you sell the offering for money and go to the place that the Most High tells you to go, and you shall spend the money the way you want to, the way your heart desires, okay? Uh, for ox, for sheep, uh, um, for wine, etc., and you shall eat there before the Most High, your L, and you shall rejoice, you and your family, your whole household. So, what does the Most High say? The Most High said, the Most High said, wherever I choose for you to go, you go. If I choose a place for you to go and it's too far for you or it's too long for you, then you trade future mics. Then you trade that uh, trade it in for money and you go buy what you want. That's what he said. If it's too far for you, 
to carry that, um, to carry the first fruits or the um, flocks or whatever that you're supposed to dedicate to the most high, it's too far for you, then trade it in for money and then go buy whatever you need to buy, okay? And then you can enjoy it, you and your household. Now I'm on verse 27. Also, you shall not neglect the Levite. I already told you. They're the ones who have the um, inheritance of the most high who are within your city gates. For he does not have a share of the land or an inheritance among you. Our, we already went through this in the Levites. The Levites' share in inheritance is the most high. Their duty is to maintain the tabernacle and to pray over the 12 tribes. That's their duty. And because that's their duty, everybody else is going to make sure they're good. That's what the Most High said. That's, that's what this means. Verse 28, at the end of every third year, you shall bring out all of the tithes of your produce for that year and shall store it up within the city gates. Okay, verse 29. And the Levites, because they don't have a part of an inheritance, and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow, which are within your gates, shall come and eat and be satisfied that the Most High may bless you in all the works of your hands which you do. Now, let me explain what that means in simple language. The Most High is perfect. His children is getting ready to inherit a land of milk and honey. That means they ain't gonna have to do nothing. So the Most High is saying in your third year, I want you to gather all your stocks, your herds, all of that stuff, gather it and give it to the widows give it to the um, the children who don't have families, the orphans, and give it to the Levites. Now, we talk in the 12 tribes, 11 tribes, because the Levites is um, the inheritance of the Most High. We talk about 11 tribes, and they all wealthy. Your third year of um, the stuff that you stored up, because that's what they did. They were storage. You, whatever you stored up those three years, I want y'all all to bring it to a place so that the Levites can have it, the children who don't have parents can have it, and the pe and the widows that don't have a husband. Because remember, the man is the head. So if they don't have that, bring it all together so everybody can eat and have some. There ain't going to be no poor, starving people among the most high's children. There's not going to be that. So this is the command of the most high. And I want you to understand that. And I want you to keep that in the forefront of your mind. Why? Because what's happening now? You're going to know who the devil's children are. You're going to know the people who worship the devil. You're going to know that by what I'm describing. If the most high wants you to save food and share with people, strangers, the people in your own gates that don't have husbands, the women, the children who don't have families, if he wants you to share with everybody, who are the children of Israel who are not? Those nations that don't give a crap about you, your daddy, your father, I already said it, daddy, father, same thing. Your mama, your children, your grandchildren, they don't care if they're starving. Think about what's happening now. Are they of the most high? No. There's people that the 1% is rich beyond you could ever imagine, and the 99 is not. Does that, is that indicative of the most highs, laws, statutes, precepts, and commands? Understand that. When I say the devil fools the wor whole world, this is a part of how the devil fools the world. And this is how I'm going to explain it to you. 
If you are not of the most high, then you of the devil. There is no middle. And the middle is the devil too. So you can take it any way you want. I'm explaining it to you. The most high law said you're going to share with people who don't have. Is the world doing that now? No. The world couldn't care less if you fell down and died. They're going to step over you and keep going. That's how the world is. How, who's ruling this world? The prince of the air is ruling this world. The most I say, if you are a friend of the world, you're not a friend of mine. Understand that. So now I'm on chapter 15. And that's I, the treatment of the poor and the needy. We're going to expound on what I said. Now we're on chapter 15 and one. It's also the sabbatical year. And I'm explaining to you what it means. Okay. Verse one. At the end of every seven years, you shall make or grant of a release. What does that mean? I'm gonna explain to you in a minute. This is the manner of the release. Every creditor, that lends unto his neighbor shall be released. It shall, what is it? Oh, shall, excuse me, shall release it. I'm gonna read it again. This is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lends unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not extract it of his neighbor or his brother because it is called Yahuwah's release. Now, what does that mean? I already told you that the children of Israel had servants. Servants that was not of Israel, they were strangers, that came with them willingly. And servants that are of Yasharel. Now, those servants that are of Yasharel, the handmaids and the uh, manservants, those are the ones that work for them. Either they are bonded to them, which is an endangered servant, say like they don't have no money. And they say, well, I'll work for you if I can work off this debt. And that's how they, they did it, like that. So when you hear slaves in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, they're not talking about the ones that you kill, you beat, you rape, you rip their skin off their bodies and make clothing, you make them alligator bait, you mass kill them. No, he's not talking about that. He's talking about those who are working for you, either working off a debt, the stranger that came with you out of the land of bondage that is with you. Remember, the Most High say you treat them with respect. You treat them how you would be treated. That's a part of the law. So who's the children of Israel and who are the heathens? Because the heathens do the exact opposite. Heathens, Gentiles, pagans, strangers, aliens, they all the same. They do the exact opposite of the law of the Most High. That's how you can tell they of the devil because they listen to the devil. They listen to the devil. They self-centered, they're um, selfish, narcissistic. Yes, that's of the devil. So like I said, um, you're supposed to treat them with respect. So every seven years, if it is someone who's working off their debt, who is also Yasharel, you're supposed to let them go after seven years. Okay, even if they're a stranger. Well, we're going to get into that. So we, verse two says, the manner of the release, you're supposed to let them go after seven years. If the foreigner, now we're talking about foreigners. This is, that was Yasharel, the people who's working for you after seven years, you're supposed to let them go, no matter what. Okay, let them go. Release them of their debt. 
That's what it means. Release them of their debt. Now we talk about strangers slash foreigners slash pagans. Of a foreigner, you may exact, but which is yours with your brother, your hand shall release. So what is the most high saying? Now I'm going to read it from the, um, the um, Amplified Bible. And it says, verse three, you shall, excuse me, verse three. You may require repayment from a foreigner, but whatever of yours is with your brother, that means Yasharel, who's working for you, you're going to let him go. But you're going to ask the foreigner for the money after seven years. If they don't have the money, they could continue working it off. But not um, your brethren. You're going to let them go regardless. I don't care how much money they owe you. After seven years, they are released. But not the foreigners, the pagans, the aliens, the strangers, the heathens, the Gentiles, they could keep working. But not your brethren who came from the 12 tribes, you better let them go. Okay? So now we're on verse four. Save when there shall be no poor among you, for Yahuwah shall greatly bless you in the land which Yahuwah gives you for an inheritance to possess. Now I'm going to read it from the Amplified and it says, however, there will be no poor among you. Listen to what the Most High said. We got less than 10 minutes. Please pick up the next link. Okay, when it uh, goes off, I'm going to try to beat the next link, but uh, please pick it up because I need to finish this. However, there will be no poor among you, the Most High says, since the Most High, L, will most certainly bless you in the land which your L has promised you an inheritance to possess. So that means you let your brethren go. Now the people who work for you, they're working off they, um, their debt, the stranger slash um, pagan, if they're working off their debt and um, at the end of seven years, they got the money to pay you, they could go. But if they don't, they will continue to work for you, okay? Now I'm on verse five. Only if you carefully hearken unto my voice, the voice of the Most High, Yah, to guard and do these commandments, Lord, statues and precepts, which I command you this day, for the Most High, Elioka, blesses you as he promises you you shall lend unto many nations, but you shall not borrow. And you shall reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. OMG. What does that mean? Now, the Most High is already promising you. If you in his law, statutes, precepts, and commands, and everything the Most High says is a law, statute, precepts, and command. But his commands was written. You understand? So that you won't forget. So they could be tangible. So that you can't say, oh, I forgot. It was written on a sapphire stone. We understand that. So the Most High said, if you listen to me, you're going to be um, the head of many nations. You're going to have so much wealth that you're going to be giving it to other nations. They're not going to be giving it to you. You, don't, you ain't going to have to borrow from nobody. They're going to have to borrow from you. Okay? And you're going to reign. You're going to be on the top of many nations, they ain't gonna be on top of you. What's happening now to the children of Israel? 
they on the bottom, bottom, bottom. Why? Because they don't listen. Remember, the most I say, if you listen to me, you're going to be on the top. You're going to be wealthy, more wealthy than anybody. You're going to be the top of the food chain if you listen. You ain't going to be in bondage. You ain't going to be in none of that. Did they listen? I already told you they stiff neck. I already told you they stupid. And they don't listen to nobody. I already told you that, right? So being that they don't listen, they the, they the tail. Nobody likes them. Everybody hates them. This is a result of the law. This is a result of the law. The most I say, you're going to be on top of everybody. You're going to be um, lending to people. You're going to have more wealth than everybody. The children of Israel don't got a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. Why? Because they don't listen. I already told you this is the beginning of the end. I already told you the most high said, you stiff neck. You don't listen to nobody. You hard-headed. You stupid. You follow behind heathens and devils. Yes, this is the most high said. We already said that last week. The most high said you're dumb. This is why they at the bottom right now in real time. They're not at the top. Don't you have people um, telling you that they at the top? They're not. The most I say, if you listen to me, you're going to be at the top. The children of Israel is not at the top. This is why somebody could go kill them and nobody care. This is why they ain't getting no reparations. This is why they don't have no money. This is why they most diseased out of everybody. Oh, it's going to be broken down. I'm just letting you know, honey, this is what is telling you who the children are. These are the children. The most I say, if you listen to me, you're going to have all this. You already know they didn't listen. So what's the opposite of having everything? Having nothing. What's the opposite of um, having wealth, being poor and impoverished? What's the opposite of lending to people? You having to beg for something else. And begging is a sin. Yes, it is. There's scriptures that say. Anyway, verse 7, 15, chapter 15, verse 7. If there be among you a poor man, remember the most I say, share everything with your brethren, even strangers. That's what he said. He said that to the children of Israel. Now, all the rest of the most I said, all the rest of the um, nations worship devils. And what does the devil do? He's selfish. He's self-centered. And those people who listen to him and follow him, they the same way. So think about who's ruling the nations today. I want you to think about that because people's not paying attention to that. Okay? I need you to be aware. If there be among you a poor man of one of your own brethren, Yasharel, within any of your gates in your land, which Yahuwah gives you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother. What did the Most High say? Share with your brother. I already said it. He, he said it twice. Share with your brother. Be equal with your brother. Give your brother something. Okay? The most high love a cheerful giver to your brethren. And to strangers too. You're supposed to be open-hearted because the most high bless everybody. Okay? Without showing partiality. That's what you're supposed to do. But what's happening today? The devil. That's what's happening today. The devil is roaming around and the nations are listening to him. That's the prophecy. Now I'm on verse... Um, Eight. But you shall open your hand wide to your brethren, and you shall surely lend him sufficient for his need, which he wants. You're going to give him everything he needs so he could be on his own. Beware that you not be a wicked or have wicked thoughts in your heart, saying, The seventh year 
of release is at hand and your eyes be evil against your brother, your poor brother, and you give him nothing. And he cried to the most high against you and these be sin to you. What does that mean? That means don't wait into the seventh year and you turn around and be wicked and hear the devil saying, don't release him. This is Yasharel, because Yasharel listened to the devil too. Don't you get too puffed up and say, I'm not releasing him. He's going to continue to work for me. And then your brethren, who is also Yasharel, is praying to the Most High. He's doing me bad, uh, Most High. Judge between me and him. The Most High is going to judge you. That's what the Most High just said. Don't make me judge you. Verse 10, you shall surely give your brethren from your heart. You shall not be grieved when you give it to him. Don't be selfish. That's what the Most High is saying. Because that, for this thing, Yahuwah Elohaka shall bless you in all your works and all that you put your hand to. Remember, the Most High loves a cheerful giver. So if your brethren... In your somebody in your own nation is asking you for something, don't be hard-hearted against them. Give it to them because the Most High is going to bless you because that is also a child of the Most High. You do not turn your brother away if they don't have nothing. Now, now let me just put a little uh, stipulation to that. Don't be no fool, okay, and get manipulated because you can be, but give your brethren, okay, and learn to how to use your discernment. The most high gives us discernment. Okay, chapter um, verse 11. For the poor shall ever cease out of the land. Therefore, I command you saying, you shall open your hand wide to your brethren, to your poor and to your needy in your land. And I'm gonna read that from the Amplified, which is 11. For the poor will never cease to be in the land. Therefore, I command you saying, you shall freely open your hand to your brother, to the needy and to the poor in your land. Remember, there's other people that reside in the land too. Don't let it be 99% that's rich, excuse me, 99% that's poor and 1% rich like now. Don't let it be like that. You understand everything that is against the most high's word is the devil, everything. So think about the commandments. Anything that's against the commandments is of the devil because it's only the devil and the wicked spirits because the devil's, in, excuse me, it's only the most high and the wicked spirits that's um plaguing you now i'm getting ready to get cut off but please pick up the next link so we can move forward so know that there um there's no middle if people are in the middle if you got one step in righteousness and one step in wickedness the most High don't play that you're gonna go all the way wicked because the most High is not playing with you you're not gonna play with the most High. you can play games with the devil but you're not gonna play with the most high the most high is one gazillion percent righteous there is no darkness in the most high even when the most high shine his light on darkness there's no darkness so you're not gonna play with the most high you're not gonna play mind games none of that because you don't have that kind of power to be wicked and stuff like that you just don't have that kind of power please pick up the next link i'm getting ready to send it so now we're moving on we are now in um, J, which is the release of the debtors. Well, I already said, but we're going to keep moving on. It's expound on it. The release, the release of the debtors every seventh year. Okay, so if your brother, a Yasharel man or a Yasharel woman, be sold to you 
in debt, you know, they owe you, and serve you six years, then the seventh year you shall let him go, okay? Let him free, let him go free. I already told you, sometimes people are not as wealthy as others and they have to work off a debt. So um, the rich person, the more wealthy person will say, okay, you can, well, you know, you can work off that debt and they will continue to work for that person until the debt is paid. However, if they are a child of Israel, I don't care how much they owe in the seventh year of their uh, debt uh, work off, in the seventh year of their debt work off, you must let them go. Okay. So now I'm on uh, verse 13. When you send him out free, when you let that person free from their debt, this is Yasharel, your brethren Yasharel, if you let them go, then you don't let them go away empty. You give them whatever they need, their provisions, whatever they, I don't care how much money they still owe you after the seven years, when you let them go from that debt, you have to give them some money. Now I'm gonna put a, a pin in that. This is so, 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 so important because this is a part of how the devil fools the world. Remember when the children of Israel, we already went through this in ex, um, um, Genesis, Exodus. When you let somebody go, you must let them go with um, provisions. You just don't let them go empty handed. You gotta let them go with stuff. Remember, they had to work off a debt so they don't have any money. So you have to let them go what resources understand that what are resources shelter you got to give them either a, a house to live in or shelter to dwell in you must give them food you have to give them some type of money something that they could take care of themselves that's what you got to do from bondage because you serve that person because you worked off a of debt this is the children of israel i'm talking about nobody else from whatever bondage they was in, you must give them reparation. What is reparation? This is what you need to understand. This is how you can tell this the children of Israel. You know who the children of Israel is. If, a if your own brethren who is less rich than you, less wealthy, and you loan them a million dollars, $500,000, I'm just saying, throwing out numbers, $250,000, $20,000, $10,000 and they don't have it. They're going to work for you until the debt, you feel like the debt is paid off. Then after seven years, this is biblical, after seven years, you're going to let them go. Not only, now remember, they didn't have it in the beginning. So after they finish working with you on the seventh year, they still don't have it. They don't have it. So when you let them go, and this is chapter 15, verse 14. Okay, when you let them go, sorry, verse 13, when you let them go, you must give them provisions slash reparations. What does that look like? Finances, something so that they can maintain themselves. Now I'm gonna put a dot in there. I'm gonna put a little pin in that. What's happening now? You know who the children of Israel are. They've been bond in bondage. They've been sent to the United States in bondage. They've been sent to other countries in bondage. Have they been given provisions to be on their own? Have they been given um, uh, reparations? Have they been given uh, things to take care of themselves? No. 
Now, this is where it gets sticky. In the United States, there are laws. They have their own laws. They have their own um, amendments. They have all kinds of stuff, convoluted, um, vague, hard to interpret for the children of Israel. This is how it, uh, this is how it gets you. The amendments and the laws was not meant for them because they were not considered human. Uh, can you believe this? The children of Israel was not considered human. So when they was let go from bondage, they was not given anything. They was prompt stuff, but they wasn't given anything. Now I'm going back to the law. What does the law say? When you let the children of Israel go, you're supposed to give them some. It happened in Egypt, but the Pharaoh refused to give them that. And the Most High told Moses, oh, he's going to refuse to give you uh, reparations. He's going to refuse to give you means of living independently. But guess what? I'm going to make him give it to you. The Most High said this to Moses, and that's exactly what happened. The Pharaoh said, I ain't giving him nothing. When, the, um, when, and when um, Moses said, the Most High said, let my people go into the wilderness to um, worship me. That's what it was. Not just, oh, let my people go. No. The Most High told Moses to tell the Pharaoh, my people need to go into the wilderness to worship me. And this is why the Pharaoh was like, well, who's that? When the Pharaoh knew who it was, because this was the third Pharaoh in line. Remember when um, Joseph went there, that was the Pharaoh that Joseph was with and the Pharaoh respected Joseph. Then that Pharaoh died, but that Pharaoh had a son. Joseph basically raised that son. Everybody loved the children of Israel at that time. This is in the book of Jasa and it's in um, um, Genesis going into Exodus. I'm giving you a little bit of recap. Everybody loved the children of Israel while Joseph was there because Joseph was the blessed one. Joseph raised up uh, uh, the second Pharaoh, not the Pharaoh that he was with because that one died. The Pharaoh that he was with, his son, raised him up and everything was still good until Joseph died and that son, who was now Pharaoh, died and had his son. So that was the third generation in that, I'm not saying the third generation of the Pharaohs, but just the third generation of when Joseph was there. That's the third generation. That's when they hardened their hearts. Understand. At that time, they hardened their hearts and they didn't give the children of Israel nothing. They duped the children of Israel, meaning at first, the children of Israel was working for them for pay. You better go to the book of Jasper. It's not in the regular Bible. Then they manipulated them. Every day was another law. Every day was this. Every day was another excuse. Does that sound familiar to you, children of Israel? Every day is another excuse why they can't give you a reparation, why they can't give you a means of giving you what you worked for. Does that sound familiar? It's the same thing. And as a matter of fact, there is a prophecy that says, spiritual Egypt, I'm going to visit them again. All the things that the children of Israel went through the first time, they're going to go through that again. Honey, this is, I already told you, everything work in a circle. You know who the children of Israel is. The Most High is saying the children of Israel who work, who are endangered servants, they ain't supposed to be slaves at all. You're supposed to give them uh, reparations. You're supposed to give them a way to take care of themselves, especially if they worked for you. 
what's happening now? The children of Israel don't got a pocket pissing in the window to throw that. I already told you who it was. It's not going to talk about who's black, who's white. That's the devil's nonsense. That's social construct. This is how the devil's manipulating even the children of Israel. I already told you in the Bible, it says that the devil fools the whole world. Okay? Even the children of Israel. But they're not going to fool the elect because the Most High is working with them and on them through the Ruach. This is how I'm telling you how this is working. How do you think I'm doing it? The work, the Most High is working on me. Okay? And I'm telling you what this means. If you worked for, um, for people or even was in bondage because they call us slaves, if, if you was in servitude in any way, and these are the children of Israel, you are supposed to get something when you get free. In um, the land of uh, the, the Yasharel's captivity, in their land, did they get anything? They was promised uh, 40 acres and a mule. Did they get that? They was promised freedom at one time. Did they get that? This is why it's Juneteenth. Please connect the dots, people. Use your spiritual discernment to understand who the children of Israel are. Okay. Yes, they are. They was a small bunch in the multitudes of everybody else. The most I said, but they was a set apart people and still are. There is no spiritual Israel. They are physical Yasharel walking and breathing right now as I speak in real time. Do not be fooled by the devil, hunty. Because those um, those prophecies that we're gonna talk about later on. Remember what I said about working for people. In any capacity, children of Israel, you're supposed to walk away with something. Okay? Like I said, the United States, those amendments of those laws don't have nothing to do with you because you was not counted as a human being. Remember that. And don't you forget it. This is how the devil fools the whole world. The devil going to tell you that the, ch uh, the children of the Most High is not human. The rest of the people that's following the devil and listening to the devil, that's what they're going to do. They're going to listen to that and they're going to try to destroy the children of Yasharel. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Don't you forget that. And that is um, Deuteronomy 15, okay, verse 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. And don't you forget that. I don't want you to forget that because when we start talking about um prophecy and how the most high said i'm sending y'all to spiritual egypt and sodom this is also in the new testament which is in revelation okay and it's in other spiritual books too i don't want you to forget about what the children of israel is owed because they are old and the most high said i'm gonna give it to them yes he said he's gonna give it to them everything that they owe it's also a part of Yah's sowing and reaping. What you sow, you shall reap. If you sow in bondage, you're going to reap bondage. And who put the children of Israel in bondage? The, the children of the devil put the children of the Most High in bondage. And what's going to happen at the end all and be all? The children of the Most High is going to put the children of the devil in bondage. This is in black and white. I'm not making this up, honey. We're going to go to that. That's in Revelation and a, a couple of other books in the New Testament. Uh-huh. This is why you the, uh, the those people in churches ain't reading that. They ain't reading that. It's in black and white in here, and it's in the prophets. I'm not making this up. And when we get to the prophets, because there's many prophets, I already told you, when we get to the prophets, I'm going to break it down. Know this. 
this is why I'm going to break this down. Because you got to understand and discern, spiritual discernment, who the children of Israel are. See, back here, back here they was in bondage. And they're going to keep going into bondage too. I already upload four of those major prophets that's talking about it. Know this. And don't forget it. Because I'm going to say in Deuteronomy. Know that. And don't you forget that. If you got to write that down, remember that. Remember that the children of Israel is not supposed to walk away with nothing. But in the United States today, have they walked away with nothing? Yes. Are they the tail? Yes. Are they the ones that everybody hate? Yes. Do they have wealth to do anything for anybody? No, because they didn't listen. I already told you the most. I said, if you listen, I'm going to give you everything you need. But if you don't, everything I said you're going to have is going to be the opposite. Understand that. Now we on. Verse 14, you shall furnish your, your brethren liberally out of your flocks and out of your floor and out of your wine press, wherewith Yahuwah Elioka has blessed you, you shall bless him. I'm going to read it from, the, um, from the, um, the Amplified Bible right after I read from uh, the Sifa, okay? And you shall remember that you were a bondman in the land of Mizraim. What does Mizraim mean? Bondage. You was enslaved in, um, in Egypt. So don't you forget that. And don't treat other people like you've been treated. I'd already said the most high law. And Yahuwah Yael redeemed you. Therefore, I command you this day, today, it shall be that if he says to you, I will not leave, listen to what I'm saying. If your brethren at the end of that seven years say, I'm not going to leave you, I'm just going to stay. Because remember, you're supposed to treat your, the people that's endangered servants to you, you're supposed to treat them with respect, like friends. You're supposed to do that. They know that they work for you. They love you. You love them. And you treat them with respect. It's not like um, the, uh, the lands and the nations that's ruled by the devils. What did they do to their slaves? Beat them to the end of their life, make them work until their um, flesh worked off their bones. They beat the hell out of them. They raped their women. They cut up their children. They was alligator bait. They was everything. That's what the heathen nations did. But Yasharel's nations are supposed to treat their bond servants, those who work off their debts, that's what the bond servant was, working off your debt with respect and love. And now I'm getting ready to read that to you. So I'm going to read to 17, then I'm going to go to the Amplified, then I'll talk to you. Okay, so we on 16. It shall be, oh, here it is. It shall be, if he says to you, if the person you're supposed to let go says to you, I will not go away from you because he loves you and your house, meaning he loves you and your family because he is well with you. Then you shall take an A-U-L, a and that is a stitching tool, okay? You shall take that and secure, oh, this stitching tool um, is a, you know, it sews heavy threads. Before there were sewing machines, it was this tool. So you shall take that tool and you should put it through his ear at the door and he shall be your servant forever and also unto your maid servant you shall do the same and then 18 says you shall not seem hard it shall not seem hard to you 
when you send him away free from you, for he has been worth a double hired servant to you in serving you six years and Yahuwah shall bless you in all that you do. Now, let me read it in the Amplified starting at 13, verse 13. And it says, if your fellow, if your fellow Yasharel, a Hebrew man or woman is sold to you, remember they're working off their debt, and served you for six years, then in the seventh year, you shall set him free from your service. When you set him free, you shall not let him go away empty-handed. You shall give him generous provisions, aha, reprimand, um, reparations, from your flock. Give him generous provisions from your flock, from your threshing floor, that means food, from your wine press, all the drinks, you shall give to him as the most high your L has blessed you. Whatever you got, you're going to give him a piece. Uh -huh. Okay? And you shall remember and thoughtfully consider that you were once a slave in the land of Egypt, and the most high your L redeemed you. Therefore, I am commanding you this thing today. Now, if the servant says to you, I will not leave you because he loves you and your household, since he is doing well with you, then you take an owl, A-W-L. Well, I already told you it's a stitching tool that they used to stitch uh, thick garments with before uh, sewing machines came out and pierce it through his ear unto the door and he shall willingly be your servant always. Also, you shall do the same for the maid servant. Okay. So this is what happens. You supposed to um, at the seventh year, if somebody's working off their debt, who is Yasharel? Because nobody's supposed to be in bondage no more. The Most High already took you from bondage, so nobody's supposed to be in bondage to nobody else no more. Listen to that. So the Most High is saying, "Listen to me," and then none of this stuff will ever happen to you again. Don't listen and all hell's gonna break loose. And we're gonna go through that when we keep moving on to Deuteronomy. But just know that if somebody's working off their debt, if a Yasharel that don't have enough wealth and you give them the wealth has to work the debt off after the seven years, you're supposed to let them go. Not only let them go, give them enough provisions to sustain themselves. Cause you already knew they didn't have nothing. So you're supposed to give them enough provisions, uh, reparations to allow them to take care of themselves. This, I just read it to you in the CIFA and the Amplified. This is a law of the most high. So think about the children of Israel right now. When they got, when they've been sent here in shackles, did they listen to the most high? This is why they was in shackles, because they didn't listen. Remember, when the Most High said, you listen to me, you're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be lending to nations and not begging and borrowing. But because you didn't listen, you begging and borrowing, and nations is conquering you and killing you and putting you in bondage. And once they put you in bondage and you let go 400 and some odd years ago, they're going to fool you, so they're still going to put you in bondage. And then when you're really free, when you find out that you really are free, you ain't getting nothing. They promised you the 40 acres in the mule, and you ain't getting nothing to this day. Because the Most High said he's going to be the one to give it to you, just like in Egypt. And remember, the Pharaoh didn't want to give them nothing. The Most High said, oh, I'm going to make him give you stuff. 
How many times did Moses have to keep going to them saying the most High said he wants us to be let go so we can worship him in the, um, in the wilderness? How many times did Pharaoh say no? The 10 plagues had to come on them before the Pharaoh said, okay, go. And the same thing is going to happen here. The same thing is going to happen in today's times. The most High said he's going to do the 10 plagues. This is in Revelation. He's going to do the 10 plagues like he did in Exodus. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it. Child, listen to those books. You better listen to those books that I've been uploaded. The book of Enoch and all the rest of those books I've been e uh, uploaded. They telling you exactly what's going to happen. This is not made up. This is all in black and white. I already said what I said. I did not make anything up. I'm reading directly from the scriptures. There ain't nothing I made up. Now we're going to keep moving. Oh, and it says, you know, if they want to stay, say like if you was an endangered servant to the person that you were um, with to work off the debt and you turn around and the seventh year comes and um, it's time for you to go. They say, okay, well, you, you know, you could go. You're like, uh-uh, I made, we all family now. I may, I love your family. They love me. Everything's good. We all remember because you're supposed to treat these people with respect. You ain't supposed to neglect them. This is what the heathen nations do. If they ain't killing you, they they abusing you. You're not supposed to do none of that. That's what the Most High said. You treat them like an equal, except that they work off the debt. If they're doing all of that and they say, oh, I want to stay with you, then let them stay. So you take that tool that's supposed to be for sewing and you put it in their ear up against the wall, like you pierce in the ear. That's what you do. And they're going to stay with you like family until the day they die, like family. That's how it's supposed to be. Did you hear that they're supposed to beat you to death? They're supposed to serve you as alligator bait? That they're supposed to rape you and, and wipe you out and all this other stuff? Did it say anything like that? No. Okay? That's what the heathen nations do. Now you know the difference between Yasharel and the heathen nations. Because some idiot is going to come and say, well, they always had slavery and this and that. That's, they always had slaves. No, that's not how it worked. This is how it worked. Remember, we ain't talking about the heathen nations. The Most High said, those are heathen nations. You are my set-apart people. He's not talking about everybody else. You better go to Ezra. The Most High said, the children of Israel is the apple of my eye. Everybody else is spit in the bucket. What does everybody else mean? Everybody except my children is spit in the bucket. So if the children of Israel, the most I was talking to, everybody else is listening to the devil. But right now, since the children of Israel didn't listen, remember, the most high is giving them these laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. When you don't listen, then you're going to get what you get because the whole world hates you because you are mine. This is what the Most High said. The Most High continues to say this to them in the Old Testament and New Testament. You know who the children of Israel are. Do I have to keep telling you? I don't even have to come out and say it. You understand what I'm saying by the things that happen to the, um, to the children of Israel and the laws and precepts and statutes and commands that they're supposed to follow and didn't. The Most High said, if you follow my laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, everything's going to be good. You're going to have money. You're going to have status. All your enemies is going to be wiped out because you're going to grow as a nation. None of this is going to happen. But when you don't listen, you're going to get smaller and smaller. You're going to be following behind heathens. They're going to put you in bondage. You ain't going to get nothing. You're going to be a byword. Everybody's going to hate you all over the four corners of the globe. Who's the children of Israel? You ain't going to have a pot to piss in the window or throw it at them. Who's the children of Israel and who's not the children of Israel? 
Okay, I'll give you another clue too. It says in the scriptures that when the children of Israel go back to their original land, there's going to be no more war. What's happening right now? There's two wars happening in two different lands. The most high, let the most high be the truth and every man be a liar. The most high said to the prophets, when the children of Israel go back to their land, there ain't going to be no war no more. What does no war no more mean? No war. Is everybody going to be loving one another and all that? Do you see that happening right now? No. You know who the children of Israel are. Stop playing with me. Now we're going to move on. Verse 19. All of the firstling males that come of your herd and your flock, you shall sanctify unto the Most High. You shall do no work with the firstling of your bullock or your shear. The first link of your or she, excuse me, or she, the first link of your sheep. I'm gonna break it down in a minute. You shall eat it before the most high your elohaka, year by year, in the place which the most high shall choose you and your household. What does that mean? It means I already told you the most high said you're supposed to dedicate all your first stuff to me. The first flock, the first sheep, the first ox, the first goat, all of that's supposed to be mine. Your first um um uh wheat wheat and grain your first food because remember they grew their own food all the first stuff that comes out is mine meaning you take the portion of it and dedicate it to the most high this was always supposed to be done it even was supposed to be done with Cain and Abel but Cain was listening to the devil and Cain killed Abel Abel's um first uh Flock um, dedication to the Most High was acceptable to the Most High, but not Cain's. And why was Cain's not accepted? Because Cain gave the Most High crap, meaning he gave him secondhand stuff. He gave him stuff that he didn't want. That's not what you do to the Most High. This is why stuff happened. This is why Cain was cursed. This is why Cain killed Abel, a child. I could break that down. But like I said, you everything is uh, the first everything even the first child is supposed to be dedicated to the most high understand that know that we already went through that so okay and this is what the the most high is also saying verse um, 21 and if there be any blemish or remember the first of anything you dedicate to the most high is supposed to be perfect no blemishes no eyeball missing no hoof missing no scratches all over nothing that's um they was born with any def um, deformities or anything, that's not supposed to be given to the most high. It's supposed to be perfect. So I'm reading it. And there shall be, there shall be, if there is any blemish, excuse me, if there's any blemish um, therein, as if it be lame or blind or ill of any kind, any kind of blemish, you shall not sacrifice it unto the Most High Yah. Like I said, I don't care what it is. It had one limp. You better not give it to the Most High. He's supposed to get the best of the best. Why? Because he gave you the best. So why can't you give him the best? You shall not eat within, you shall not eat it within your gates. Don't sacrifice it and don't eat it. Don't eat no blemished anything. I'm going to say something after I read this. The unclean and the clean alike as the roebuck and the deer. Thank you. Only you shall not eat the blood thereof. You shall pour it out among the ground as water. Now, let me 
let me let me talk about what I just said. The most I said, don't give him no blemish to anything. Don't give it to him. Hey, you don't eat it either. Don't sacrifice it and don't eat it. Okay? It's unclean. But the now that's ceremonially unclean. I already told you the difference between ceremonially unclean and just regular unclean. Now the unclean things is just unclean. Uh, most I say whatever's unclean is unclean and don't eat it. But ceremonially unclean things is certain th uh, is everything that the most high don't want. The clean things to the most high, I already said, is the ox, the sheep, the goat, and there's certain birds that you sacrifice to him. Nothing else. Those are clean things ceremonially to the, to the most high. Now, I already told you the example, like he talks about other birds, but he don't want other birds. He already gave you the birds that he wants to be ceremonially clean. Now, um, everything else that he didn't mention is ceremonially unclean to him to sacrifice, but it's not to you, like the turkey. The most high, you better not go sacrificing no turkey to the most high because that's ceremonially unclean to him, but it's not unclean to you, so you can still eat it. Do you understand? It has to be special for the most high. You can eat the turkey, but don't sacrifice it to the most high because there's only certain birds that the most high wants sacrificed, period. Just like there's certain animals that the most high wants sacrificed. So he's saying those animals that you eat, Okay, that's unclean to me because I only want a certain one, the ox, the goat, the, um, the sheep. I already only want those, nothing else. But you can eat um, uh, uh, deer and all that other stuff. You can't sacrifice a deer to the most high. But you can eat the deer and all that. He already said, you can eat that. So if you're going to eat that, you're going to go where I told you to go to eat it. Okay, you ain't gonna eat it willy nilly because remember the grounds around them and the land that they get ready to go into is occupied by people who worship devils. So when the Most High said, You only gonna sacrifice here, this is where I'm gonna put my tabernacle in the corner of a certain area. This is where I want you to sacrifice, and this is where I want you to eat and do your ceremonies here. Don't go nowhere else. So that's what he's saying. So, um we are finished with this lesson, um, 14 and 15. Next week is 16 and 17. If anybody has any questions, concerns, anything like that, you could um, email me at um, cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com or send me a question through uh, Spotify or Anchor. Um, like I said, we are gonna be giving a, away a CIFA Bible worth $110. And if you want to enter, send me an email, tell me who you are, how I'm doing, and how these lessons um, are um, transforming you or what you've learned from the lessons. And the drawing for that is June 18th. You can enter as many times as you want. I'm just going to randomly pick somebody. And I will uh, announce the women, women, the, the winner, excuse me. <laughs> on uh, June 18th, it's a beautiful Bible, it's beautiful. And guess what? It don't have 66 books, it got more than that. It got way more than 66 books. It has a lot of books that I'm uploading, those books that the heathens are saying, oh no, they not they not of the most high. They These are not books of the most high. It has all those. It got the book of Enoch, it has all the Ezra in it. 
It has all those books that I talk about. It got all those books in there. Mm -hmm. That book, the Sifa Bible is huge. And when I start talking about certain books, you can just go right to the Sifa Bible and it's right in there. That's how wonderful the Sifa Bible is. It has so many things and it has um, a lot of information in it that a regular Bible wouldn't, ugh, a regular Bible wouldn't have. So this is how wonderful the Sifa is. You can learn a lot in the Sifa, you know? And like I said, you could um, study with it along with the uh, regular Bible that you have, if it's a King James. I wouldn't mess with any other one except for Amplify. Amplify is King James, but it breaks down certain words that you don't know. That's the difference between Amplify. It's still King James, but it, break, it breaks it down to regular words. Um, if anybody has any questions or concerns, we could do that. Um, I want to thank everybody for continuing to listen and responding um, well and understanding what is being said in the scriptures and what's being said in the other scriptural books that I upload. I'm glad that people are open to um, seeking the most high for themselves. These, um, these chapters and books are edifying you as the most high wakes you up. You listening to this channel and platform is not by chance. There's no such thing as by chance. The most high is waking you up. He's touching you on the shoulder. He's making sure that you are getting ready for whatever is going to happen in the future. Remember, 10 plagues is supposed to come. As a matter of fact, one of the plagues is here. And what is it? Pestilence. What's pestilence? Disease. It could be in the form of uh, pests as bugs or bugs, microscopic bugs like viruses, um, parasites. That's what pestilence is. The most I said he's going to have those 10 plagues and he's, he's going to be war, pestilence, famine, all that. We're going into all that. That is not a lie. All these things, just because you never experienced it in your life, it happened 101 years ago. You better start doing some real homework and find out what's been going on. 101 years ago, they didn't call it a famine. They called it a uh, depression. I don't care what kind of semantics you use. It's a famine. Okay? And pestilence is pestilence. We are seeing things in front of our own eyes and the devil is telling us, no, you didn't see that. That's not what it is. He's gaslighting us and the children who's listening to him and everybody else who's listening to him who's not supposed to be listening to him is moving right along with it. I'm telling you, turn from your wicked ways, meaning turn from the devil. Turn from whatever he's saying to you. The battlefield's in the mind. If the devil is talking to you and he got you listening to whatever he's saying, he got you already. Okay, I already, did I upload that book that says yes? That's the apocalypse of um, Abraham. That's what the angel told Abraham. Don't listen to the devil. As a matter of fact, the Most High took the blessing that was on Lucifer before he fell, took it off Lucifer and put it on Abraham. Uh-huh, Abraham was blessing. All that blessing that um, Lucifer had on him, the Most High took it off the, of the devil and put it right on Abraham and Abraham's seed. I already told you, the children of Israel is set apart people. How? They spiritually blessed. So they're supposed to be listening to the Most High and not the devil. It's only wickedness and righteousness. That's all it is. It's no middle. If you got your foot, one foot in the, in the uh, righteousness and one foot in wickedness, guess what the Most High going to do? Throw you right over to wickedness. He's not going to play games with you. I already said what I said. And I'm going to continue to um, upload books so that you understand.
up. Well, you can hear it. A lot of them you're not going to understand, but I will be breaking those books down, honey. Oh, yes, I will, because the Most High is definitely dealing with me, and I'm going to give you what the Most High gives me, and I'm going to give it the way that I learned it, because I learned it like a child, and I'm going to teach it like a child so that you can be spoon-fed like I was spoon-fed. It is what it is. You got to crawl before you all, okay? Before you fly, ball, listen, discern, all that, you got to be spoon-fed. Okay, because the most high is gonna send somebody to feed you. Yes, he is. So with that, I say thank you for listening. And oh, I want to say one more thing. Um, probably by the end of this month, I will have uh put together how the devil fools over world. I'm just gathering stuff and trying to put it into a cohesive lecture. <laughs> It's there, but I'm trying to, you know, because it's so much, I have to narrow it down. But I, I promise you, it's going to be worth the wait. And then after that, I'm going to continue with my daily lessons. I didn't want to do my daily lessons because I, I keep having to say, oh, and the devil, this is how the devil fools the world. But you, people are probably saying, well, then go on it. How, when are we going to get this lesson? You're going to get this lesson. I'm putting it all together and I'm, you know, I'm trying to make it as condensed as I possibly can because everything that's against the most high is of the devil. It's, that's why I said it's, it's no middle ground. Everything that's against the most high's word is the devil. How can I, I will be here forever trying to tell you that's of the devil, that's of the devil, everything you do, whatever, that's not of the most high. So I have to put it in a way that you will know and understand and not forget when I keep moving on about relationships, about um, families, about children, husbands and wives. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into life experiences because that's what it's all about. Us coming together and understanding who we are to the most high and who we are um, really ourselves. We are a consciousness in a physical body suit. Once that body suit expires, because everybody has an expiration date, every human being that came on this earth has an expiration date. They have a time stamp. No matter how you go, that's the way you're supposed to go. So we understand that us being that light, that consciousness in this fleshly suit that's on this physical plane, have an expiration date. You want to make sure you reserve your ticket to the next life. Because remember, the Most High has a set apart um, children, which are the original branches, and he has a second flock, which are Gentiles. And this is in the New Testament. We already talked about that. So you just don't know who you are until the Most High taps you. I already uploaded that book of truth. And I'm going to upload the Apocrypha of John. And I want you to listen to that because it tell, it's telling you who the Most High is. Understand that we're going to talk about all of that. And I'm going to get you to understand it. Even if you just listen to it and you don't know what, it what it's talking about, I'm going to get to it when I get to it. You just continue to rock with me and we will be going through this together. I thank you for listening. It's not by chance that you're listening and y'all bless you and carry you over until we speak again. Until next time. Hi, we have a new email address and it's cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliff note, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, 
the letter A, at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. having a giveaway in honor of a year of scriptural study and since we are so happy to hear our listeners participate in our scriptural study we are giving away a CIFA Bible worth $110 plus tax this giveaway is open to all listeners and the requirements to enter are to send me an email at, this is one word, cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. Number one, introduce yourself. Number two, let me know how I'm doing. And number three, tell me how you are benefiting from this program. You can be as short are as detailed as you want. And you can also enter more than once. The winner of the drawing will be announced on June 18th, 2022. That's the Saturday. Thank you for being a part of our platform and good luck. If you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.